Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls of life, giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do, clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I've reached, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, go with it. Keeping the beats on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. JJ James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in. And we rock a channel, we rock with them for what's deep within Expose those who talk but don't live Expose those who talk but don't live Take offense, take offense Judge by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they speak So tell me whose face do they see? Repeat Take offense, take offense Judge by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir You're now tuned in to The Fix Your source for faith-infused Hip-hop, R&B, and poetry Right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. Hey, and it's your girl, Dice Gamble, checking in on this winning Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we winning over here. We winning. We winning. <laughs> yeah. All I did was win, 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 win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I, I hope y'all listening, Dr. Jamal Bryant's team, everybody oh. on the squad. We winning. Oh, oh. Come this time tomorrow, we winning. <gasps> Ooh, that's all good. Let them know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited that we're trying to prep them for what's going down so they can prepare their heart. Um, you know, and, and, and it's all good. It's going to be in the spirit of fun and fellowship and definitely in the spirit of uh, all things stellar uh, that we get to uh, be on the court together tomorrow. Focus. What? What? It ain't, it ain't, yeah, it ain't clear. Let, let, let's be very clear. All roads lead to Vegas. If you're not already here in Vegas. It. All roads lead to Vegas. I'm hopping on a flight this afternoon. Let's be very clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, gonna, gonna wrap the show up and wrap up some stuff. And yeah, by 2 p.m. Uh, this afternoon, I will be on a flight headed to Vegas. Mm. Uh, r- r- arriving in the evening. So yeah, by the time it's time to eat some dinner, mm-hmm. I'll be in Vegas uh, somewhere, be Bellagio's or somewhere, eat, <laughs> eat some, some seafood or something. The Lord knows I'm going to get some seafood. I can't wait to get there. That's one thing about Vegas. You get you some good food there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been Dice, but yeah, they got good food. My first they time. Got a, they got, oh, this is okay. So they got, they got everything. They even got, I know, I know you got a picky little palate over there, but they yeah, got everything right. you need. They got everything. They got all the sauteed vegetables. Okay. They got all the vegetables this. They got all the vegan that. Okay. But the, but the buffets are the, the main attraction because they buffets are different. They got, yeah, they got everything. They got everything. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, well right, listen, I'm yeah. ready to eat. Uh, yeah. Since you said we breaking fast after this game. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to eat on this court first. Yeah, it's a couple of buckets. Mm. Uh, it's, just, it's a couple of them jokers. Uh, J Rock, I know you. I know you listening. J, uh, Jason Claiborne, uh, mm-hmm. J Rock. I got. I got to get him down there. Mm-hmm. I want Tank too. Yeah, I want Tank. <laughs> yeah, I want Tank. Former NBA planner. I, 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 I want Tank. I, I'm gonna get him on my hip and give him that Elijah Wan shake one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just this one time. Yeah, come Ooh. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. What's McCall was talking just to as well. Trayvon. So Trayvon. Mm. 
So I'm looking forward to this game because, yeah, I got a couple people. If they on the court, I'm calling them out. Come here. You said you want to check me. Here I go. Wow. Hey, here I go. Come right here. <laughs> but yeah. I'm excited. Like I say, the 38th annual uh, uh, Stellar Awards are going down mm-hmm. in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Let's be very clear. We got events going all day today. We have events going down tomorrow outside of the celebrity basketball game. We have the pre-show going down this Friday. Um, and uh, if God say so, uh, we are up for two nominations on our other platform that we're on. Mm-hmm. And we are uh, grateful to be, even be in the conversation. But uh, if God say so, we might bring some hardware home uh, <laughs> come this uh, upcoming weekend. So we're looking forward to that. And we know the actual uh, Stellar Awards taping is going down this Saturday on the 15th. So, yes, it, if it, you know, if you can get on the plane or you can drive. Come mm-hmm. on. I don't think everything is sold out just yet, but it's getting close. So you definitely want to go to Stellars.com for the complete lineup and uh, make sure you register or buy tickets for whatever event you're attending. Yes, that's very, very important. Do the right thing. Don't just pull up because you might be pulling up and get turned away. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Once again, you're tuned into the fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music. That keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And listen, this real talk conversation today, Dice. I don't know mm-hmm. if they're ready, but uh, mm-hmm. you, you might you might find you a therapist or a counselor or somebody after uh, Dice get to talking to y'all today. Well, uh, <laughs> come on and talk about it, Dice. What are we talking about? Focus. I don't know why are you always scaring the people. Like, here's the thing: I, I do not want this reputation of I'm always going in on people, but uh, I, it's just some things that we do have to discuss. So, um, tell the truth and shame the devil. <laughs> So I don't know what you dice. Everybody know who you dice. So, so dice. You can keep trying to run from it all you want, but thank you for joining the <gasps> fix. The show is called the fix. So embrace the dice. I get it. I know you in your artist mode sometimes, but t- turn the artist off. Right now, you have a minister license. Oh, Walk in yes. your minister license. Amen, 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 amen. Okay, fine. Focus. Good grief, Lord. See, you went to Winning Wednesday, so I was, I was like, man, do we really? What? Oh, you, you win when you when you address your emotional baggage. You do win. <laughs> yes, you do. I'm just like, uh, no, man. Um, it's just, uh, it's just time out for people carrying stuff. And I'll be real with you. I think I'm just uh, bringing up topics of things that are on my heart, and this is a area of opportunity for a lot of my personal friends and family who, um, you know. You and I both know when you're in the ministry and here's the thing, you're a deacon, you know, like you're always mentoring people, you know, like even though they're your friends or your family, you're like, God always gives you a word for them or some type of encouragement. Um, But here in this past season, I don't know, just coming out of 2022 to 2023, people haven't let go of their emotional baggage. And so I personally, I'm tired of talking. So I am in my mind. That's why I brought up the subject to you. Cause I was like, man, I, I think I, I don't know if you tired, I'm tired. And it's, it's like, it's okay to have the baggage, but we have to learn to start to unpack that baggage and put it where it goes. You know? So it's like, that's what we're going to jump into today. Just, you know, the emotional baggage. Like, why do you have it? Where did it come from? You know, do you even realize that you have it? Are you taking it into the next relationship and why? You know, because it's not, it's not serving you at all. So we are just going to learn a few things today concerning uh, emotional baggage. And hopefully we can, uh, you know, help somebody out today. Like you said, help them win and become a better individual, a good human. 
Yeah, they be drop, right. dropping them bags off somewhere. Some of y'all need to leave them at the airport. Just put your bags on a plane and leave them there. <laughs> Please, just leave them there. Yeah. So go ahead and tweet somebody because, yes, yeah. this uh, Real Talk conversation is going to be good. Listen, our spiritual detox today features yeah. a super talented singer, songwriter, producer. Let's be very clear. She's from the uh, legendary Group One crew. Mm. Uh, the one and only uh, Blanca will be joining us today. And uh, you don't want to miss that. Uh, yeah. She has new music she's working on. Mm. She got a remix with Jacqueline Carr coming out. Uh, the New Day Wave Wake Up me, uh, 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 remix is coming out real soon. But mm. also, too, as well, her faith story, her journey. She has a very deep story. So I- I'm excited to have her on today and, wow. and her to share her heart and us to be able to, uh, you know, talk with her today. So listen, keep it locked for that. Turn your radios up. Y'all know it's stellar week, so y'all know we playing these bangers. We've been uh, playing some gospel music with this Christian hip-hop and this urban mm-hmm. gospel all week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we got music on the way. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get it. Yeah, I, I said it, so we got to play some of her music. We're going to play uh, Balanca and uh, Ja'Kalen Card New Day on the way. We got 1K Few. Oh, let's get some What Up RG. Yep, let's also get, yeah, let's get it. Right now, here goes some Justin Bieber. Get mm. this in your spirit. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. And you know what time it is. And uh, when I tell you guys, y'all in for a treat this morning, um, I have been following uh, this young lady's journey for a while. She has been doing, like I say, music for a long, long time. And she's been putting out a lot of good music. You may remember her from a, you know, a super group um, that was making a lot of good uh, Christian music, CCM music. Uh, they had their own little Latino vibe going on. Um, and I think they were like one of the first, at least that I know, in our space. When you talk about Christian hip hop, urban gospel type CCM music. They were like the first Latino group, I think, that was, you know, making the headwaves and getting booked and, and doing tours and everything. So listen, without further ado, let me welcome in the super talented Blanca. What's going on, sis? What's up, everybody? I feel so happy to be here. Listen, How you doing? I'm good. We're, we're grateful for you to stop in uh, and uh, just chat with us this morning. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, uh, I'm serious when I say the journey for you musically has been amazing. You have been putting out so much great music. What, what When did you know that you like the, the gift of singing and, and doing music like that was what you wanted to do as a profession? It's so crazy because I know you hear this a lot, but it was true for me. I think since a little girl the passion for music was always there. Like I remember being five years old and, and singing, you know, Whitney Houston and Celine Dion and all these classic like nineties, uh, major songs, divas of the nineties, you know, and, and my family being like, I don't know if this is like a normal five-year-old voice. Uh, so it started at a really young age, but I think it started to take form, um, in my teenage years, uh, I started wanting to sing professionally and I live in Orlando, Florida. So of course you have like Disney world, you had all the, you know, the pop groups in sync old town, uh, coming out of Orlando. And so I was trying to get plugged in there, but then I had this huge life change where I gave my life to Christ and I started going to church. I was 17 years old. And then it it just clicked for me at that moment where I was like, I want my music to have purpose. I want, uh, I feel like this is my calling. This is what I'm made to do is is to create encouragement and hope through the songs that I write and that I sing. 
Talk a little bit more about, you know, you rededicating or, or, you know, dedicating your life to Christ. Like walk us through that process of you just being able to get in that space and learn God for yourself. We talk about it all the time on the show, um, how a lot of us, you know, whether you grew up in church or you kind of fell out of church. When was that that moment? And, and walk us through the process of you really developing your own personal relationship with Christ. Yeah, I- I mean, I think a lot of people assume because I do Christian music that I was somehow raised in the church or that I grew up in the church. Um, But it wasn't like that for me. As a Latina, I think culturally we believe in God. We know of God. We pray before we go to bed. Like all of those things are true. Mm -hmm. But to have like a relationship with Jesus and all of that came later for me, like in my senior year of high school. And... It's so beautiful. I'll share a little bit of my story. A lot of people may know this about me that have followed my journey, but um, my dad was really the pivotal piece in my relationship with God. Uh, My dad had a a pretty rough upbringing and was kind of, how do you say, I want to say like he had a life in the streets, but I don't think that that's appropriate. I think it's more like he just had some some troubles growing up and um, had substance abuse, was addicted to drugs and and all those things. And so he ended up leaving uh, my family when I was a young girl. And so the crazy thing about it all is that my dad came back into the picture when I was a teenage girl and he had given his life to Christ. He was the first person in my family who had this like complete uh, 180 in his life. And he had found God, started going to church, uh, came to find his children and just kind of ask for forgiveness and be a part of our life. And so his request was to take me and my brother to church with him on the weekend. So my mom began to let us like share time with my father by going to church with him and, and getting involved in the things that he was doing. And so I got to see firsthand kind of this very real relationship with Jesus that my, my dad had. Like it was, it wasn't something that I grew up understanding, but I had like this tangible kind of example in my father. And, um, and so just hearing his testimony and seeing the difference in who he was impacted me a lot. So that played kind of the pivotal role of me giving my life to Christ and starting that journey for myself. So walk us through the music career. How did you uh, link up and, and and group one crew? How did that form? How did you guys link up and talk about all the magic that y'all created? Yes, uh, it, they were godsends for me. My brothers uh, in group one crew. Um, when I got saved, my dad took me to a local church here in Orlando called Faith Assembly. And they were putting on like a production, a play um of heaven and hell you know like the whole uh play that that a lot of people have seen and so that's where I gave my life to Christ and so I started going to this church just because I felt connected impacted by this experience that I had and within the church I had some mutual friends from like school that were going there and they introduced me to more people and I got plugged in to kind of like this bible study for musicians artists rappers, singers that went to this church that wanted to get deeper in the word, uh, but also do music together. So it was called Group One. And that's where it all started. It was about 13 of us that used to attend this every week. 
and Manuel. Uh, for those of you that know the history of Group One Crew, we had a member named Manuel, and he was kind of like the leader of Group One. So he was the main one doing music at the time, but he was allowing us to like go in the studio, record on his albums, produce on his albums, uh, have features. And so we would travel with him, like when he would do local shows, and people started thinking Manuel was Group One. So they wanted to start booking Group One, or they wanted the crew to come out. And that's kind of like where everything started to form. So, yeah, what was that like, though? Because, like, you were on tours. Like, I, I it kind of did, didn't happen suddenly. Like, like I know you were like you, you go from just like you say doing the little, you know, maybe the performances at the church or, or within the group. But then now you on tour. Like, speak to that. Listen, it was wild. We were three little Hispanic kids from Florida who had never experienced anything like this. Like. Everything changed overnight. It was such a um, a crazy season because we had MySpace and our manager at the time, who ended up being our manager, he found us on MySpace that he knew of a label in Nashville, Tennessee that was looking for a Christian, you know, pop group. Mm-hmm. And we went out there to do a showcase and basically audition for this label. And immediately they were like, yes, they wanted to sign us. So it was like within a year, it felt like everything changed. I was just going into college. I was studying to do musical theater um, at UCF. And it was just like a whirlwind. Like I just remember being 19 years old and our first tour, we did a minivan and followed. I don't know if you guys have heard of Winter Jam. It's like a big tour that goes on so it's like 50 cities imagine us in a minivan following all the buses in 50 cities in the middle of the winter so it was like snow horrible weather like but we were so committed to the dream and um just felt excited of the doors that were opening and and that's where everything launched off from there Who's who's that one um, artist or celebrity or anybody that you've met? Because I know you've probably met a little bit of everybody that like when the first time you met them in person, you were like, wow. Oh, man. It's funny because I since I had just gotten saved and I like started touring with the group, I didn't know a lot of Christian artists. But what I did know was actually like um, I listened to, to more like gospel worship stuff. And so I knew like Kirk Franklin and there was like a few Fred Hammond Like those artists were like artists that walked me through kind of my first years as a Christian, but like Toby Mac, (laughs) like some of the artists, we would meet them and I'm like, I have no idea who this is, but everybody's making a big deal. So I'm guessing I should too. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think going to our first Dove Awards and just being surrounded by, because there you have like gospel artists, you had uh, CCM artists, worship artists, like seeing Hillsong was huge seeing Fred Hammond, Kirk Franklin, all these people, CC Winans that like I would like mm-hmm. sing their songs at church um was a big impactful moment for me. Listen, DJ Focus, you tune into the fix. We got to go to a quick break. I promise you don't touch that dial. We coming right back with more from Blanca. Keep it locked. You're in the mix with the Fix show. Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the Fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B and poetry. Still got Blanca on the line with us and Let's talk about this music, um, your latest project, The Heartbreak and The Healing. Um, when I heard it for the first time, I'm be honest with you, I, I sat with the full project and I listened to it like three times. <laughs> Just, no, seriously, because 
I was like, one, I'm be honest with you, I did not know everything that was going on in your life. So for you to bring us into your world and catch us up with all the the the, the divorce, the, the the pain of some of your childhood trauma, some of the things that you were battling with, like it was like, wow, this this I was telling everybody, I say, like, listen, this is a project that I think everybody needs to listen to. There's a lot of mental health tone in this project that I think people will be healed from. So walk us through one, the process of you creating this project and being able to really be authentically you and share real stuff that's going on in your life with me. Mm. I think if I had to sum it up as you're talking I'm like getting flashbacks of this album process and everything that I walked through over the last, what, two years, three years now. Um, And it was healing for me. I think there's a song on my album called Something Better. And if I had to sum it all up, I really believe it's it's that. It's seeing how even in our our worst pain or our most vulnerable or our, our biggest heartbreaks, how like something blossoms from those places and and beauty does come out in some way or another even if we don't see it in the moment i'm like i'm able to look back now and and say wow i'm i'm not the same blanca that started that record process but for those that know me in person i'm kind of like i don't like conflict i i tend to be a little bit more on the people pleaser side, you know, so it's hard for me to share my emotions, speak my emotions. And that's something that I've been working on, on how to be authentic, how to be real, how to uh, not be afraid of these places because of my childhood and some things that happened. I think my voice was kind of taken away from me. And so I'm learning how to get it back. But music is therapy. And I try to when I look at the heartbreak and the healing, it's like, this is journal entries for me. These are me writing things down uh, that I've experienced and trying to do it in a way that's not so focused on how do I make this the most Christian, (laughs) you know, like I want God's in my heart. Like it's the Christ within me that's going to shine through these songs. And I think people need to hear, they need to hear it in a real way. Because I'm not alone in it. And I know there's other people experiencing loss and heartbreak and divorce and all these things in their own life. Where did that boldness come from, though? I, I like the fact that you said, you know, you were still trying to make a project, of course, that believers would want to listen to. But I, I do like storytelling. So I, I think so. This is this is my my little rant. And I'm going to let you answer the question. I, I think sometimes. Uh, we don't allow for artists, you artists, to have artistic expression and be able to express the music like it should be expressed. I think, uh, especially when you talk about the Christian faith, it does not have to be heavy. Every other line, Jesus, this, Jesus, that for still to be faith centered, for still to be authentically uh, something that somebody can learn from. So where did your boldness come from to say, you know what, I'm going to stay in the box? Because listen, you've made all type of music. I would I, I would argue every genre from, like you say, the pop, the hip hop, a little urban gospel. So where has that boldness come from? <laughs> I think it's been in the healing. I, I, I feel like in this season of growth, in this season of, of, of healing and growing myself, there's been a boldness that's come in me just wanting to, I don't know, when you go through hard stuff, like, and for me, it's been a lot of trauma over a short amount of time and losing my parents 
my mom passed away to cancer, going through divorce, having a baby in the midst of all that, and just being like, I I can't, like my faith can't be founded on on this like facade of surface level um, Christianity that that to me I'm like God is bigger than that and He's real and He's showing up in my life in all these ways and and I need to be more connected to that truth than me wanting to please everyone else in my creative process and trying to please people or the label or not wanting to be misjudged or misunderstood. And it's like all these fears. But as I walk through kind of the scariest parts of my life, I realize like, if I could come out of that, I could do anything. And and I want to be bold and I want to speak out on things and I want to share from a place of vulnerability and realness because I feel like that's what's been missing in my artistry. Um, so it's almost like I've reinvented myself in a way at this point in my career to say like, what is it that's been missing and what can I share now that I haven't shared before? During this journey of you just trying to get yourself back to a place where, you know, you deal with everything. Did you have to go to some form of therapy or did you go to some type of counseling at your church? I have, I have, I've, I started therapy. There was a woman that uh, was introduced to me right when I was going through the divorce. Um, and she was like a breath of fresh air. I, I don't know how we connected. It was like our mutual friends brought us together and she just would connect with me daily and walk me through really hard things because with my divorce, it was so much bigger than that. I said, you know, I'm a, I'm a female artist. I'm a Christian, you know? So it's like my faith, there's so much shame. There's so many things that were like getting brought up. Even from my past, I dealt with a lot of child abuse as a young girl. And so it's like, I'm having to deal with so much from this one thing that was happening And so this lady would just like, she took the time to walk me through it and pray with me and talk through things and be real. And like, it was just amazing. And then from there, I started uh, doing therapy where it was like more intense of EMDR. I don't know if you've heard of that, but just going into like uh, some of these places uh, in my childhood and trying to, I don't know, reheal or like rewire some of those things that were misplaced and so definitely therapy has been a huge part of this journey and then I have an amazing group of friends I don't know if they'll see this but like my circle they were just champions of me like to be honest and they they didn't allow me to let the fear overtake what I was doing in my creative process my label my A&R, my best friends, um, my family, they were just like, do it all, Blanca. Like, don't be afraid. Put yourself out there. And and that made a huge difference because you felt, I felt supported, you know? So that, that was huge. 
Yes, yes, I, I agree. Your support system is always huge when you when you have those vulnerable moments and you just, you know, you, you're going through your process. So you need people you can trust in your corner that's going to rally and pray for you, uh, encourage you and keep you uplifted. So that's that's good. Listen, you already uh, brought up uh, the inspiration behind um, the song Something Better. Uh, I want to ask you a few more uh, to break down a few more of these songs. Um, even yeah. at my worst. Talk about that. The inspiration behind that song. Yeah, even at my worst, man, oh man, this is one of the first songs I wrote for this album. This song um, is deep too as well. <laughs> it's very yeah, deep. Yeah, I remember I had, I have like a lot of my creative processes that I'll take my phone and I have a list of like ideas, titles that I just write down. And I had, even at my worst, was written down as just a phrase, a title that I had from this experience. Cause I felt like a big thing that I dealt with was shame. I just felt a lot of shame. I felt like I disappointed the people in my life. I disappointed myself. I, life didn't pan out the way that I thought it would. And so, um, I like blamed my, myself for that. And I, I just didn't feel good enough, uh, in the place that I was in, that I found myself in. And yet, like God showed up in the midst of all that and reminded me of who I really am. And it's like, you're worthy because you're mine, period. Like <laughs> nothing else matters. And that was such a huge relief um, to just feel like that process, that, that healing and, and that acceptance. And so I remember writing this song and just like having tears fill up my eyes when we went to record it. Like, I think we even used the, the song is the original, uh, recording that I did when I first did the demo. So we didn't even like need to change <laughs> the, you know, the, it was just so heartfelt of what I, I was experiencing at that time. And, uh, yeah, that's no. kind of the, the heart behind it. Yeah. Uh, never too far, never too far. This was just, I don't even know how this one came about, but it, it, I feel like it's become like a little banger. Like people like it is. requested. Yeah, it. Yeah. I don't even do it live. So we're going to do it this weekend live for the first time. But I had the album basically finished and Never Too Far was one of the last songs I recorded. So I went into the studio as like a one last hurrah to be like, is there anything missing? Like, does the album need something and I felt like it was more the inspiration behind Never Too Far was more like the the feeling you get from the track and the beat and the song like if it, it's a little bit more movement and not as heavy as some mm -hmm. of the songs on the album mm -hmm. and so I felt like it was really necessary and so Ty he's uh, an album mate a friend and so I originally I, I had a feature on a song that will not be mentioned, but he had to drop out uh, last minute and Ty came through. He was like, I got you, girl. Like, I'm, we're going to make this amazing. And so he came on the song and it was perfect. It was exactly what I knew needed to be on the album. That's good. Listen, one of my favorite tracks on the uh, on it, uh, on your project featuring Ja'Kalen Carr, uh, hey. New Day. Come on, talk That's about that banger. Favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite. Oh, no, uh, New Day is, it's just so good. I feel like we recorded this in a day and 
I was in LA and I remember I put my headphones on with the demo and I was walking down the street and I was literally, I felt like I was in a movie. It was like I was walking the streets of West Hollywood and I was dancing, waiting for the lights to turn as I walked to, to the studio. But it was like a true reflection of where I found myself at that time. And it was like the joy of all that I had experienced and where God brought me to in, in all of that. So it's like the heartbreak and this is the healing. New day is the healing. It's like, it's the, I woke up, eh, that's enough. It's like, you just feel good. You, you feel grateful, thankful in your heart. And that's what I wanted to capture with that song. So, so you, you keep teasing us when, when we dropping this wake up remix. So, you know, I've been, I've been waiting. I've been, I've been over here anticipating like, uh, do, do I need to, do I need to DM sis? Like sis, drop it. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out. I have, I think the new date is, is sometime this month. I think the end of July is the new okay. date, but we had a set date in June mm-hmm. and then Ja'Kalen's team heard it and they were like, Man, I think we're doing a disservice to the song by just releasing it as like, oh, it's a remix. You know, like, let's really get behind the the, the remix and see if we could get it to gospel radio and just get some things. So they were like, can you just give us a little bit more time? So it was so hard when you have a set date and you know people are excited about it. But I think it's going to be so worth it when it does come out and knowing that they're in full support. Ja'Kalen's amazing. She is like the sweetest I don't. I, I DM'd her to be on this song. Like I wrote her on Instagram and was like, "Hey, would you be down to check out this song that I have? Uh, I think you'd be perfect on it." And she didn't even hesitate. Like she was like, "Yeah, here's my information." And um, and she's sis for real. Like she's been so supportive, so loving uh, through all of this. And so to know that her team's behind it and that they're behind the remix, it just makes me happy. So soon. I think a few more weeks and you're going to get to hear the gospel remix. Listen, we can't wait and definitely put us on that email list. We definitely want to uh, get that out there. And and I'm going to speak some. I, I hope y'all pray about it. Y'all, this was magic. This New Day song was magic. So if y'all decide to do a little small little EP, I know Jonathan McReynolds and Mally Music played around with it. I think you and Ja'Kalen could do a small little EP with just y'all two. That would that would be amazing. So I'm just I'm gonna speak it into existence and remember, just give me the credit if y'all decide to do it. Credit that sounds amazing. I'm not lying. I think that would be so fire. Yeah, maybe four or five more songs from y'all. Listen, a small little EP, nothing, nothing that you know y'all y'all got to stress about. Just some magic. I, I just know some magic will come out of that. Especially you said y'all went in the studio and y'all did it in one day. So shouts out to y'all and shouts <laughs> out to God. Shouts out to God for giving y'all the creative juice to be able to knock that thing out in one day. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. I love that idea. I'm gonna Blanca. run it by. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what I could create. Listen, sis, tell the people how they connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms, as well as introduce your latest single. Yes. So you could find me at officialblanca.com or on any social platform at officialblanca. And make sure you check out threads. We were just talking about this before we started. So you can find me on threads as official Blanca too. Who knows how long that's going to last. Um, but yes, I have a new single out called Something Better with torn wells and uh man this song is just like really the the heartbeat for me uh about knowing that no matter the circumstances no matter the pain that you've gone through or the trials that you've gone through that there is 
hope on the other side that he can take anything like here it is nothing is wasted nothing in your story has been in vain but he uses every tear he uses every prayer every broken moment uh, and he turns it into something good somehow even when we don't know or see it in the moment you'll see with time how God's turning it around so this is my latest single something better and I hope you guys love it keep it locked you tuned into the fix you know the fix is in new videos music articles devos and more stay connected get the app now so you don't miss a thing visit holyculture.net welcome back welcome back dj focus dice gamble you tap back into the fix your source of faith infused hip-hop r&b and poetry and it's time to get real in these streets day dice huh we're gonna have to get mm-hmm. real a little bit man he just been busting them upside their head all week with this <laughs> no nah, we ain't did nothing we just having a conversation that's all Ooh, boy, we want them. To, we want them to go back to the Bible. That's all. We just want them to look at some That's things it. and re- reevaluate right. themselves. And so we working boy. on us over here. So the thing about it is, it ain't just we, we. We no no. We working on ours too as well. So when we had these topics, I had to look at my list too as well. And say, oh my goodness, uh, I might need to work on that. So no, let's let's talk about it. Real talk conversation today. Emotional baggage, huh? Yeah, emotional baggage by definition is an expression that um, correlates with many varied but similar concepts within social sciences, self-help movements, and other fields. Its general concern is the unresolved issues of an emotional nature, often with the implication that the emotional baggage is detrimental. So we, oh Lord, this is, this is, this is tough because, um, there are things called triggers and your triggers can range from uh, you being abused, neglected as a child, a stressful relationship with family, friends or your partners and things like that. And um, typically what happens is, you know, you just you just become so hurt. You're in pain, you know, or you're in fear of being left alone or abandoned or that nobody cares about you and then you you project that into your new relationship or onto situations new situations like whatever happened at your last job you're afraid it's gonna happen at this new job whatever happened in your last relationship you're afraid it's gonna happen in this relationship so you don't open up you know or you know if if you see somebody like they don't call you back in an hour now you think they doing what your last person you know you was with did to you so Ooh, I don't even know why you want to get into this. <laughs> I forgot. Why did we want to talk about this? Because it's terrible. Because <laughs> people have problems. <laughs> people, people we, going through it. <laughs> go ahead. We, we all have problems. Oh, we all go through it, and I think okay. we feel emotions and our thoughts and our physical sensations <laughs> are, and we don't know how to associate them and break them down to where we get control of them. So that's why I want to talk I, about this because know, this is this is a hindrance. This is hindering a lot of married couples. This I is know. hindering a lot of people, single parents who are parenting kids who are not Ooh. understanding that you're their parent, not hmm. their friend. And you continue to get caught up in their emotional web and thinking you're their friend. You're not their friend. You're their parent. Be the oh. parent. No, no. You have to be their parent. And, and, and when you talk about uh, relationships, Oh, (laughs) there's so many toxic marriages and because of emotions are running the marriage 
and uh-uh. Christ is not running the marriage. No, it, oh, Dice, oh. you, you know it. You 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 had these conversations. I had these conversations too as well with a lot yeah, of people who are having time. problems. One time, and their their yeah, no, feelings well. are invested into the relationship more than <laughs> God is at the center and the forefront of it. More than communicating is at the forefront of it and understanding. So not only are there is it toxic communication, the understanding of, of people and embracing uh people for who they are it, it's a whole thing so what do we get we get all the 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 negative talk we talked about social media it's a lot of emotional baggage on social media i see it oh, every I day i, I mean these is hurt these is hurt people you can clearly see these is hurt people so now you hurt so now you want to bring that toxic energy and hurt other people because you've been affected some way and you haven't dealt with your problems your issues that you've been dealing with since you was two since you was five mm. since you was ten mm. and you take that wow. into every relationship that you that you uh that you embark on oh if i don't get treat, treated this way i'm gonna I'm do this or oh, if i don't feel that way today I, I, i'm gonna do this no no that's this stuff is Listen, all toxic. It ain't. It ain't. It's, it's toxic. And you know what? But you gotta learn. You gotta learn to trust God. Look, we had one of our kids. They were talking about suicide or something like that. I said, "Kill yourself." I said, "And then I'm gonna kill myself. And then I'm gonna come find you. And I'm gonna kill you again. And you know I'm telling the truth. Listen. And you know what? I'm gonna tell you. It was Noah too. It was a bit, shout out to you, Noko. And he said, he he stopped quiet. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, did, did you really oh, tell wait, wait, wait. Yeah, kill yourself, right? Because I'm I'm gonna kill myself, and then I'm coming to find you. Because if we do the same thing, I'm gonna be where you at. I said I'm gonna find you, and then I'm gonna kill you again. And he, he waited for a minute. He said, "I can see them being like, hey, Noah Dice is here, <laughs> <laughs> bro." He, and he said, "He said that makes me nervous." Yeah, because you you're not running from me, like. That's that's you ain't running like and that's all you are trying to tell me is you're running from life right now. You're feeling like I don't know what to do. You know, my back's against the wall. Where do I go? I just want to tap out. And I had the conversation with him. I said, honey, that's very normal. Every human that has been on the planet has thought about not being on the planet. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. You're thinking this thing out like, "Mm, how do I get here? Mm, How do I get out of here? (laughs) See what I'm saying? But people will try to make you think you psycho sometimes. You're like, now that's a normal thought, you know, like, but we can't have that thought every day, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when we got a situation. But (laughs) I wanted to talk. I I had to I had to to give you that story because I'm really good on helping people point out the fact they have an emotional situation you know Mm. why do you feel the way you feel well i don't know i just feel like why do you feel the way you feel what happened well ain't nothing happened but i just think that if but but guess what so if you're telling me nothing has happened yet but you have an idea in your head that something may happen but you you don't have any signs ramping up to this i'm talking about relationships too I just feel like this person might not be sharing everything with me. Well, guess what? Ask him. My dad used to always say, ask the tough questions when you meet somebody. You know, what do you want to know? Don't be afraid. Go ahead and ask them. You know, what you want to know? Yeah, but um, I think a, a tip to emotional baggage and those who, you know, you, those of you who often deal with people who just have this heavy, weighty 
idea of life, you know, the thing that they refuse to deal with. You got to call it out. That's all I'm trying to say. You got to call it out and say, listen, once a week, you talk about the same thing. Once a week, you talk about the same situation. And every time we talk, you never come with a solution. So the next time you bring this up, please, I just know I'm going to ask you, what are you doing to work on that? What are you doing to rectify that? What are you doing to forgive that? What are you doing to, you know, eliminate the weight of that? Because I'm not your beat up doll where you just, you know, you come for me every time with the same situation because I'm, I'm absorbing the energy that you that you're bringing, you know, from this situation. And it's like I told my husband this one day because we were having a talk about um, bless his heart. Somebody locked him in the closet when he was young. And I said, honey, we've all been locked in closets. I thought that was a part of what happened when you grew up. I was like, you know, when you're playing as kids and stuff like that. But I said, my revelation is you can't let the five year old keep you away from your, 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 you know, your future life. So if you never deal with something that happened when you were younger, you're not going to be able to be the best version of you in the future. You have to, you can't let your 10 year old self keep you from your 40 year old self, you know, because the fear, the fear level, you should understand the fear level differently now because what you're afraid of when you're 10, you shouldn't be afraid of when you're 40, you know? And so you have to kind of sit with yourself and this is a scary thing. You sitting with you and dealing with your demons and your trauma because it's yours. And at the end of the day, you are the one that has to deal with this. We've had situations before my family where, listen, we had to call somebody and say, hey, this is what this is what you did to me. You know, and you really didn't know. Hey, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I've told my family this before. I've told my sisters before, like your answer might not be the answer you want when you go back to try to deal with that baggage. But you have to prepare your heart and say, OK, God, I just need to get it off my chest. I need to get it off my chest. I need to let them know what they did to me, how it made me feel. Now they can share with me their why or not, but you might not get the answers that you want, but you at least got to attack the problem. Attack the problem. Problem is this. Oh, I didn't even know I hurt you. Sometimes people don't even know they did stuff to you. You know, and they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry that you felt that way. I didn't, that's not what I meant. And now you get your freedom, but we got to work on the emotional baggage. Uh, We got to learn to let it go, but it's going to take some work. And that's what people don't typically want to do. They'd rather just keep using it so they could be a victim. I want to be a victim. I want to be a yeah. victim. And that's pride. You know, any any victim that you ever meet, there's a pride there that says, that shouldn't have happened to me. I'm too good. You know, it's like, yeah, God has given us all free will. And trust me, something shouldn't happen, but things do happen. You know, it doesn't mean that you're not worthy or you're not wanted or you're not valued. It's just something happened to you that shouldn't happen. And, and but we gotta we gotta hash that thing up and we gotta we gotta get past that man because um you know being a victim all the time it, it's just it's not gonna serve you at all it is not gonna serve you you know we are called to be victorious and we can overcome anything in Christ so that's why we gotta really deal with our emotional baggage but Anyway. Yeah, listen, D- DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we're talking about emotional baggage. Listen, keep it locked. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, trapped emotions and trauma. Oh, we're going to dive into that a little bit. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, 
visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry. In the middle of this real talk conversation today, Dice, we're talking about emotional baggage. And um, mm. I wanted to talk about the trauma a little bit when you talk about emotional baggage. I think um, a lot of times people are not, they're not dealing with their trauma properly. I think we all mm-hmm. kind of go through life. Let's be very clear. We all experiences. We all experience, you know, death of loved ones. Um, when you talk about uh, people who may become, you know, or yourself or maybe a family friend who maybe becomes uh, sick, a major illness, you, you know, cancer is always trying to, you know, take us out. And we, we speak against cancer for anybody uh, fighting, battling with cancer. We speak healing over your body, but I know that's a big one in the black community. If it's not cancer, it's diabetes and high blood pressure and and uh, stuff like that. So a lot of times I've seen when somebody becomes sick, the trauma affects either the spouse, the kids, the loved one that maybe has to maybe take care a little bit more care of the person that is ill. And I've seen it. I've seen some bad situations. Dice. I, I, I say it because it is traumatizing. And it, and I've seen some bad situations where I've seen people just tore down because of it. Going to depressed states because of it. Really, really just like don't back, bounce back. Like they, they stuck and they stay stuck in this emotional um, trauma to the point to where it affects everything they do. It affects them at work. It affects them in their marriage. It affects them how they parent. It affects them in every aspect of their life. Even I've seen some churchgoers. I'm like, what, you know, what happened to sister such and such? What happened to uh, brother such and such? Never bounced back after they loved one passed away. Never even, even felt like, I kind of feel like they felt like, yeah, don't even want to come to church anymore. Kind of walked away from mm. the faith in so many mm. words. So yeah, that this trauma is, is something it's, it's affecting. It's an experience that's affecting people and it's having a, a real negative impact um, on our cognitive uh, uh, process, I, I would argue. Well, you know, I, I know people are like, man, she always makes this seem like it's just so easy. Life is not easy, but in Christ and you're you know both know the only way we make it through is leaning on the Lord. Like there you're not gonna get through this on your own strength. It don't work like that. You know, John 16, 33 says, I have told you these things, so in me you may have peace. Because in this world you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome the world. And so we have to remember, like even in Second Corinthians 12 and 9, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weakness. You know, that's that's what we should be doing so that Christ's power may rest on me. Like we have to continue to lean into God. That's it. And it's it's something you have to remember to do every day. That's why the Bible is very clear. Renew your mind daily. Like we talk about prayer and meditation each and every day, like that's our that's our that's our word that's our manna that's how we eat you know there's some days where even i'm so stressed out all i can eat is the word that's it you know and then i realized man that's all i actually needed today was the word you know what i'm saying that's it that's it so it's like you have to get into the ebb and flow of that and once you realize all right my trauma 
my buried feelings. They are holding me back. Bit by bit, I would encourage you to just break off a piece of the old you every day. Like fire, and I heard Mm. this on Instagram, fire the version of you that's keeping you from your life. Fire that version. You know, and it was like a couple months ago, it was like this health guru guy and uh, he was following some type of diet and he was like, there are versions of you that keep you from being the best version of you. And he's like, you need to figure that out. And I was like, man, who is it that keeps me from me? You know, the better version of me. And I was like, man, the complacent version of me. I was like, man, I got to fire that girl. Like, I got to let you go. Just like at a regular job, like you're not, this job is not for you, ma'am. So you, in order for me to continue to thrive as dice, to thrive as being a part of the fix, to thrive, you know, in my household as being the wife that I'm ready to be in this older age, that type of way, I got to let the complacent, lackadaisical procrastination part of me go. She got to go. She can't, she's not helping me. She's not serving me. You know, she biblically don't even align with my calling. So why am I holding on to that? And a lot of times you hold on to the old things because you're afraid. You're like, well, I need an out. You always need an out. I need an out. You know, let me give myself an out. Don't give yourself no out. And don't give yourself an out to healing. So it's like whatever you're dealing with, you need to bring it to God, bring it to the altar. You need to talk about it, hash that thing out. No, it don't matter. I hate to say it don't matter what somebody done to you, but it, it matters because it shouldn't have happened to you. But once it happened to you, you can't go back and erase it. You know what I'm saying? You can forgive it. You know, you can pray that God can help you to forget it. But I'm saying it happened, but we need to take what we can from it, learn from it, grow from it and try to protect somebody else. So this is another thing. Uh, some people deal with their trauma, but they could release their trauma if they would share their trauma. That's why the Bible says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. The more you testify, it really smacks Satan in the face and other people don't fall victim to whatever the problem, you know, was with you or whoever done whatever to you, you know? So you have to say, Hey, yeah, these people took advantage of me. You know, I went to the party, I was drinking, you know, I thought it was all good. You know what I'm saying? Got out of control and something happened to me that you shouldn't happen, you know, but this is what I learned from that. And go talk to somebody and talk to kids, talk to youth and make them more aware. And that will help you get over your trauma because now you're like, nah, I'm about to set some people free and I'm about to make some demons run. So it's like, we have to learn to use our word. That's why I'm like, we have the greatest faith that there is. And if we would work the principles of our Christianity we wouldn't even have emotional baggage at all. Mm. Like we would give it to God. Here, God, here's my pain. Now I want to receive your power. No, God, here's my. Every time something comes into your mind, somebody did something to you, pray for him. I bet you it'll go away. Every time you think about who took advantage of you or who did you wrong or who left you or who wasn't there, pray for him. Every time they pop into your mind, God, I pray mm. you bless them. God, I pray you bless them. 30 times what they stole from me god i pray that you deliver them that you bless their family god like just go in because it's the enemy who tries to trick us to have these different thoughts of 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 violence and uh, retaliation but god is our is our is our protector god fights our battles for us so that's what we got to start putting back on our trauma and the things that we're thinking is the word of god and that's why i'm like yeah it is easy but you have to get into a flow of it every day so that you like, 
man, listen, I'm already prayed up. I already know. I already know something's going to come. But the, the Bible's very clear, like talking about when trials come, not if they come, but when they come. You know what I'm saying? They coming. But we have to be ready. And yeah, we might get heartbroken. Things hit us out the blue. But you know, God is faithful to give us what we need to get us through that. So that, yeah, we got to dig deep, man. We got really to trust God more. I just don't understand why we think God don't know. Like God knows what you're going to do tomorrow. God knows what's going to happen to you tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. God knows it all. So it's like we need to lean into our all-knowing, all-powerful, almighty God. That is who is going to help to get us through whatever it is we're facing. That's good. And, and we need to stop burying our emotions. <clears throat> That's something else that we're, we're kind of like taught <clears throat> to like bury our pain and just mm -hmm. to shoulder it and not deal with it. No, no, we need to, mm. we need to deal with things. We need to acknowledge our feelings. We need to work through the trauma. We also mm -hmm. need to sometimes practice stillness, especially mm -hmm. when you talk about prayer and meditating, um, make it an intentional movement to get better in your area mm -hmm. emotionally. We pray that bless y'all today. We got to go to a break. We coming back with closing mm -hmm. thoughts. DJ mm -hmm. Focus, Dice Gamble, you tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source of faith diffuse, hip hop, army, and poetry. We appreciate y'all waking up with us this Wednesday morning. Come mm -hmm. on, come on, come on, come on. Get on up, get on up. Let's go be great today, kings and queens. Let's be very clear. If you're already in Vegas, uh, you probably didn't even sleep last night. For all my people who got in <laughs> Vegas on Tuesday, yesterday, let's be very clear. This is Stellar Week. We are excited all week long. Mm -hmm. We have tons of events going on. This is the Gospel Super Bowl, as we call it. The greatest night in gospel music will be going down this Saturday, July 15th in Las Vegas mm -hmm. at the Orleans. Uh, so, yes, if you have not already gotten your tickets, if you're thinking about coming, come on down. Come on to Vegas. Hop on a flight. Drive on up. Come mm -hmm. on and have some fun. You, you're going to see a little bit of everybody from every producer, artist, every uh, radio announcer, every radio station. Just mm -hmm. everybody is going to be out. Athletes, artists, entertainers, everybody who uh, wants to be inspired, wants some more faith, encouraged music, or just needs to learn. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, they coming to the Stellar. So yeah, come on. We already are in process of getting there. Yeah. I know I'm hopping on my flight uh, this afternoon. Uh, Dice says she pulling up tomorrow morning. Yeah. So you know, sometimes. So yeah, let's be very clear. This game going down tomorrow. Oof. And uh, I know Bishop Marvin Sapp. We thank you. Yeah. Allow for us to play for your team, mm -hmm. but get ready to get a dub, Bishop. I want you to just get that in your spirit. I know that's on <laughs> you. Not only your prayer list, but just getting your spirit. You winning. You're getting in your spirit. You you have to think like a winner and speak like a winner to be mm. a winner. You know, mm. it's, it's one thing, you know, when you talk about motivation. Yeah, come yeah. on, get that in your spirit. So, yes, yeah. we are excited. Dice and I will be playing in this uh, celebrity uh, basketball game tomorrow. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Lamont Saunders as mm, well as uh, the Stellar's organization. Yeah, Bear mm -hmm. Tag and Stellar for putting on this uh, annual event. It's, it's going to be super, super dope. So, yes, we are excited to, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, do that. And we're going to be at a lot of other events. Y'all know how we do it. We're going to be pulling up on people, pulling yeah. up to events, uh, taking a lot of photos, videos, content. We might go live. Pray for us. We might go live. If y'all ask us, we might go. I ain't going to, you know, we, we might. <laughs> we might go live. I ain't we big might. on it. We, we might go live at some of these events. But, mm -hmm. yes, we got tons of events. But, uh, yeah, we definitely want to shout out uh, our sis um, who joined us today. Um, when I tell you the sensational Blanca, wow. she's a yeah. singer, songwriter, producer. She's been doing a long time. 
Uh, some of you guys might remember her from the uh, Latino group, Group One Crew. That's where she started off at. And now, you know, she's doing her own solo thing. If you have not heard her latest project, The Healing and the Heartbreak, Mm. Uh, I'm sorry, the heartbreak and the healing is her latest mm-hmm. project. When I tell you she is so transparent and um, we, we thank her for just being transparent and taking us in her, bringing us into her world. Right. She's been through so much. You talk about child. She talked about childhood trauma. She talked about a, a rocky divorce that she had to go through and mm. just her just, um, you know, um, really uh, questioning should she continue to sing. So, yeah, we're praying for her and we're glad that she's transparent because I know this project is helping somebody going through a a tough season in their life. We need real music from Christians, not just mainstream artists all the time that that we can relate to, that we can Mm. really help and heal the process. And we thank her for sharing. Yes, she is getting therapy. She believes in counseling and she's doing the things she needs to do to get herself whole again so that's shouts out to her and uh dice uh, yeah you did it you, you did what you're supposed to do she put a minister uh yeah i did you know you you, you one of them old school ministers too as well you gotta yes, put your right. collar on when you you got, you got the black robe with the collar uh, yeah <laughs> give it out tracks we talked about emotional really baggage did. though right yeah we did and listen i'm hoping that uh you know some of you who are dealing with this and it's okay if you are dealing with your emotional baggage. I mean, I think the average person has emotional baggage. Um, but today we gave you a lot of great tips and even some scripture to help you work through that baggage, to put it where it belongs. And, um, you know, every day is new. God blesses us. So we gotta, we gotta learn to, to process our old baggage. And, uh, that's what we walked through today. So I'm hoping you guys got something out of that. Uh, please feel free to always inbox us or DM us or make a comment and let us know if any of the things we give you benefit you. Because I, I'm I'm curious. Um, and a lot of these tips are things that even folks and I have walked through. You know, things these are things that have helped us to become better people. So hopefully you guys are getting something out of this on this winning Wednesday. Yes, yes, yes. We we appreciate y'all rocking on us. We got to get out of here. Go out and be great today, kings and queens. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.